0: i Spaces The cat sat on Welcome to the Ether. Today's Tuesday, April 12, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement find out more at luart.io this episode the ether is also brought to you by intern capital everyone knows interns make the world go round so when it comes to picking out your interns make sure you choose the best the best you say that's right the best and everyone knows all the best interns come from intern capital be sure to follow Intern Capital on Twitter and keep an eye out April 14th for the Intern FT Mint launching on One Planet. Links are in the show notes. And for more information, check out Intern.Capital. Be sure to follow Intern Capital on Twitter for daily ship posts and stock tips. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, the Evmos Community Call. Let's take a listen.
1: Welcome in everybody. We're gonna go ahead and get started in just a few minutes. We're gonna give it a few minutes for people to trickle in. Uh, for those of you who are requesting to speak, uh, we will. We're gonna go ahead and go through a couple of updates first, um, and then we will accept you on stage. But feel free to keep the the requests for now. Thank you all for joining us today, and we'll get started in just a couple minutes. Once again, for those of you trickling in, we're gonna go ahead and get started in just a minute or two. Gonna let people trickle on in. Thank you for joining us today. All right, then we are now a few minutes past the hour. We're gonna go ahead and get started. First off, thank you everybody for joining today's community call. Um, we've got some exciting updates for you, including test net updates, a few partner updates, and, and a few more updates as we prepare for mainnet net resumption. Uh, first off, I wanna go ahead and pass it off to Federico and Akash with the big question on everybody's mind of status. Um, What is the current status of the testnet? Um, I know we launched last week, um, but curious to get just some initial takes from you guys on on how it's going, Um, as well as uh, progress that the Evmos team is working on uh, to resume mainnet shortly.
2: Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's uh, community call. Uh, Really excited to give you guys an update and also talk about the testnet, which is now live. And all the efforts that we've been doing towards this week not only on the core engineering part but also on the dashboard and also upstreaming some changes to kepler um so really happy to be here hey akash how is it going
3: hey what's up guys great to uh great to be back in the community calls
2: awesome so i guess we can start with some um update about the testnet. So we started last week the testnet after uh, last week. And yeah, we started sharing the RPCs and the publicly available endpoints uh, with all the projects uh, we know wanted to deploy on the testnet and following up on mainnet. Um, So you might have uh, seen uh, our latest thread um, which covers all the projects that have been deploying successfully to our testnet. Um, really cool to see some of them also posting some some alphas for their UIs and their marketplaces for NFTs. Um, so really happy to see that. I'm going to just go through the list of... Um, of projects that have been already um, deploying. So the first one, um, of course, uh, we started last week. And one of the first one was Diffusion. Diffusion deployed their testnet. And they also deployed their UI with some testnet tokens. And they were uh, one of the first ones to deploy. So props to Diffusion always uh being one of the first to to quickly uh, deploy and help around with any issues that we've encountered so far um we've also we also have um spacefy so SpaceFi is uh decentralized exchange nft uh nft started and down they have most testnet um, and they successfully deployed as well um lent, um was able to also deploy uh successfully uh in order to give you guys access to their lending platform uh on the testnet and yeah then we have bond protocol providing their oracles or apes um that is here listening today with us that they were able to both deploy their uh, marketplace and also their nfts so really cool how that is gonna how's that, that's gonna look um because they also deployed some um some screenshots of their ui so really cool to see that um also Evmos punks uh another nft in the ecosystem deploying and then finally we have uh flux protocol for their oracle um first part of Oracle. And finally we also have the uh Evmos uh, sorry, Evmos testnet explorer made by uh Big Big Deeper. So really cool uh what the uh 4 world team was able to ship for everyone to use uh the testnet on the transactions and check everything. Um uh Akash you didn't want to give another mention as well. I think you
3: covered most of it. Um yeah, as usual, you know, there's uh services like MinScan and and others that are available on Testnet, so you can actually check the blocks that are being produced and
1: look more into the data that's going on chain if you're interested. Awesome. Thank you both for that update. And uh, how are you guys thinking about mainnet resumption? What, what's on your minds in particular, just with uh, with the progress you guys have made in the last week, um, as well as the uh, the plan for the, the the weeks to come. And and I know you know people always ask when Evmos, uh, and so if you can also allude to when you guys um, are expecting, then would would love to have that update as well
2: yeah I can definitely give an update on on the uh, timelines that we have. so following up the testnet and deployments, uh, we've been closely collaborating with um with all the teams um, we have internal communications with them in case they find anything um on the weeks before minute um, relaunch. so so we fortunately, we haven't found anything so far. The next thing that is in our um, sort of like checklist for maintenance readiness is queuing the dashboard. So we have a dashboard that is in uh, uh, like um, not a production domain uh, already hooked into the testnet. Uh, So our team is performing all the necessary QA um, with the osmosis testnet that is also live. So we are trying to perform like IVC transactions with Ledger, with MetaMask, uh, with Kepler. So then we are trying to cover all the cases there. And um, once it's done, we are going to have an updated timeline. But for what it's looking right now, like an optimistic talent timeline would be um, around thursday next week um if everything goes well again with the uh all these teams that are deploying currently to the test net and also with the dashboard Q- qa um that we're performing this week so we want to give everyone and especially our validators uh ample time to prepare so so yeah um really really excited for for the for the restart. I know that the original timing was the second week of April, but uh, with the delay test and then it uh, slipped a bit, but hopefully it's not going to be um, a major delay as well. Akash, um, do you want to add something to what I just said?
3: Yeah, I think the there's, there's a rough plan really for um, mainnet launch, which is to do it in stages. So you know, the first step is to basically launch the chain, produce blocks, um, and uh, the, chain will, the chain will be launched basically with inflation disabled. The second step will be able to enable the airdrop, and, and, the, and the third step will be to enable staking rewards. Um, we want to do this in like stages because then we can ensure stability at pretty much every step. Um, And uh, if there's anything we see wrong, which shouldn't be the case, given that uh, we're we're doing the same setup on testnet, um, things should be good to go and we will basically be at full functionality after those three phases. Um, Yeah, I think that was the only other thing. Uh, Was there anything else to mention regarding staking rewards, Fede?
2: yeah um for the staking rewards we're gonna disable it so that we give um people say the the length of the for example like the voting period which is currently five days so we're gonna start with the inflation disable so that no further staking rewards are um allocated to uh, to um the people that were able to claim on stake before um so as soon as we restart, we're gonna um we're gonna provide this um parameter change proposal in order to enable this the inflation. Um so like that will give everyone like around five days to uh claim and then stake their tokens without again without receiving extra staking rewards. So then it will be um the the tokens will be able to be uh receiving all the staking rewards after the a parameter is enabled again after this those five days
3: yeah one thing to clarify and that we've been seeing on twitter is uh some people think that staking awards are still like you know happening right now when, when it when the chain when the chain is not producing blocks there's no like there's no like inflation meaning there's no like staking awards so basically the balances have been like frozen since like, uh, you know, the day the chain went down. So when the chain comes back up, uh, there there won't be like accumulated rewards like since we've been down. Uh, Just wanted to like clarify that because I've seen a lot of like posts on Twitter
1: about like, so, so misunderstandings about like how blockchains and staking work. Awesome! No, really, really exciting updates, and I know everyone is is uh, very eagerly waiting um, for for the mainnet resumption, and, and especially with it just around the corner uh, towards the end of next week. That that's definitely exciting to hear. Um, one other thing, you know, that we saw on Twitter uh, was an announcement about hexstrat addresses on Kepler. Um, do you guys want to share a little bit about kind of the work that you guys are continuing to do to improve the the Kepler user experience for FMOS users?
3: Yeah. Uh, first, I do want to give a shout out to Diffusion as they wrote a really good article on basically the like um, ways you can interact with FMOS, which are both MetaMask and Kepler and kind of like the different uh, challenges involved in like getting these both to work. Uh, they do a really good job at like kind of outlining the, the functionality that that's available. And um, yeah, I highly recommend everyone go and read it uh, so that you know like what works and what doesn't with, um, with said wallets. Because uh, essentially what we're doing, you know, like if you look at Kepler, Kepler is like this Cosmos wallet, and then MetaMask is like this Ethereum wallet, and uh, you know it's it's hard to make one basically the other wallet. So you kind of are left with two options. It's like either you try and make MetaMask like a Cosmos wallet, or you make Kepler like an Ethereum wallet, and both are pretty big lips. Um, so yeah, this article does a really good job at explaining what kind of the details of that. Uh, we have some new upcoming features on Kepler uh, the most recent being that uh, we managed to get hex addresses supported on Kepler uh, so previously uh, you were able to kind of view your hex address and copy it uh, as well as see your bec thirty two address and copy it uh, now you can actually send to a hex address and uh, it it works pretty well uh you can you can actually just send straight from straight to like uh, a metamask address from Kepler which is really nice instead of having to go through the address conversion process that's in the CLI uh, so this this will allow us to have like a more seamless experience when uh, you know moving between both of the wallets um, because uh, you know I think I think people might prefer using the wallets for different things uh, However, uh, we will be trying to get like the, the feature set of uh, at least one of these wallets like fully complete where mm-hmm. you can basically do everything you would wanna do with um, with one of the wallets uh, that you could do on the Avamos network. Um, yeah, Fede, anything to add or Kepler?
2: No, yeah, just just to mention one more time. And um, that unfortunately, Kepler is not our product and we don't have we don't own the product, so we don't have timelines for when things are merged and when things are reviewed or any future roadmap for the project. We are contributing as uh, part of the open source um, repository that Kepler has so yeah we're we're pretty much upstreaming all the changes that we're trying to that we're trying to provide for also our users um so that's that's one of the main reasons why uh the cosmos ledg uh, i mean like the cosmos ledger app doesn't work with evmos so we um we're trying to provide a mitigation plan for how to use a ledger app uh via kepler Um, Ledger is already currently supported through Metamask. So you just need to connect your Metamask account um, to Ledger and then you're able to use all the functionality on Cosmos and Ethereum, uh, like on the EVM. So Ledger is fully supported. The only thing that is currently not supported is on Kepler. Um, But we don't worry because we have mitigation plans for how to transfer uh the Evmos tokens and the Evmos ERC20 tokens to and from um two on from osmosis and cosmos hub and the rest of the chains. So that's fully supported uh on the dashboard to be able to transfer to the osmosis chain and to cosmos hub. Um so yeah uh unfortunately Kepler doesn't support uh the binding for for the Ethereum ledger up yep
3: that's correct and um i'll mention that uh if you look at the diffusion article you'll also notice that kepler does not work with the evm uh why is that the case it's because um, essentially it would mean completely refactoring like kepler to be an ethereum world. and that's something that the kepler team uh you know it's it's like we don't own the wallet, So it's like for us to go and tell them, Hey, like make this an Ethereum wallet, not a cosmos wallet (laughs) is, is like, you know, it's like an impossible ask. So, um, yeah, uh, just, just putting that out there. Uh, if people have questions about, um, you know, what to do going forward, uh, we have some ideas, uh, you know, we've, we've been thinking about, um, whether it makes sense to like, you know, construct uh, our own wallet that kind of like is very interchain friendly, but also inter EVM friendly. Um, we've also thought about like, um, figuring out how to do like direct signing with like ledgers, but then you basically build a wallet into the web page. Uh, and that's like, also not grace. Uh, so we're open to hearing communities ideas on this.
2: Yeah, again, if you have you can check my tweet and also if you want more details, you can go to uh, the the article that Diffusion posted. Um, I think it was like yesterday. Um, with the full um, checks uh, of where whether Osmosis supports uh, MetaMask and Kepler and whether or not the ERC-20s are directly supported on uh, on Kepler and uh, yeah, so you can change, you can get the full comparison between the, the two wallets and how ever supports both. Um, so yeah, really interesting, uh, to see how this turns out. And also we're open to hear community's feedback. Um, I know that having ledger, not directly integrated into Kepler, it's not optimal. Um, but as I as I mentioned before, we have a mitigation on the dashboard so that you can, for example, connect your MetaMask uh, with Ledger or um, yeah, MetaMask connected to Ledger, and then transfer using your Ethereum Ledger app to Osmos to your Osmosis account that is also connected with uh, Kepler. So, so you will be able to connect um both wallets at the same time metamask and kepler and then transfer transfer directly to your uh osmosis account um and that's what we're currently testing before releasing maintenance so that the user flow is really simple to understand and it's also very intuitive
3: yeah it's a bit of a mouthful uh so we will try to come up with a, a guide so that uh, people have you know, an easy access way to, to to go and, you know, navigate this process. Um we think we think for for the most part there there will be some like intuitiveness to the process. It, there'll be like a clear way to like recover your stuck funds and, and whatnot. And um
1: but we're gonna put out a guide just in case. Awesome. All all very exciting news and, and we love to see it. Um, next up, I, I see that we've got Lordana uh, in, in the audience. Uh, Lord Donna, I'm going to go ahead and invite you uh, up to the stage. Um, as I know you released some exciting news earlier about provable news. Um, perhaps you could share a little bit more with the community about what you've been working on. And, and for context, if you guys haven't been joining our previous calls, uh, Lordana is a, a contributor to the Evmos ecosystem. And we've loved having her as part of the team um, as she builds some really, really cool and exciting things for all of us to benefit from in the ecosystem.
4: Hello, all. Um, So yeah, my name is Loredana and I'm a volunteer software engineer for the FMOS project. And as I have mentioned last week that I would do, I finished programming and documenting the first version of the fees module. And this was about a hundred hours of effort for me since last week, and I want to thank the team for allowing me to implement the fee distribution module and for their time spent reviewing it. It it is a pleasure to work on something that will help so many developers. And besides um, supporting contract developers like no other chain, I haven't seen any chain implementing the. Uh, developer uh, distributing rewards for developers on-chain from the transaction fees. Uh, let me tell you one more reason why I value EVMOS even above Ethereum. And I will describe one use case where fast finality is very useful, and EVMOS using Tendermint guarantees a 14 seconds finality. So compare this with 60 minutes for Bitcoin or about 6 minutes for Ethereum of good enough finality. By using 10 to 20 Cosmos chains, Evmos included, we can have a a continuous stream of hashes for final blocks with an interval of less than a second between them. Using this this stream, we can timestamp in real-time a video recording to ensure that each stamped frame could not be recorded before the knowledge of the corresponding block that stamps the frame so this is video in real time with time stamping of current block hashes from various cosmos chains also in real time so with this method we can root our start of the video recording in time so we demonstrate that it cannot have been recording recorded before this moment m1 At the end of the the recording, at moment M2, we can save the recording on IPFS and make an EVMOS transaction that stores the hash of the IPFS content on chain. So this ensures that the record is intact and we, we could not have been recording after M1, after M2, the moment of the transaction. So this ensures that the moment of the start of the, of the recording is m1 and the moment of stop is m2, the content is as uh, saved and the speed of the recording is proven by timestamps of all the chains taken as witnesses. And if the timestamp of the last frame is close enough to this m2 that we talked about when doing the transaction, the last transaction, that content was, it means that the content was not intentionally changed before saving. So the novel the novel part of this proving mechanism was demoed by me last Saturday under the title Provable News. And the tool for generating uh, stamped frames were, was published with that video on Reddit, on Cosmos Reddit and Ethereum Reddit. And it was interesting to see that it Stayed on the top of the Ethereum subreddit for seven or eight hours, even though it wasn't demoed on Ethereum. And I have to mention this again FMOS can provide fast finality to be used for for this um, use case, while Ethereum cannot. But this is to attest that the crypto community is interested in these types of tools that can allow any citizen to be able to provide, to prove that something happened at a specific time and location. And I can envision this as a weapon against corruption, fake news, and all sorts of abuses that happened today. Happened today. And in the end, it's a wonderful weapon for creating consensus. And by consensus, peace. Uh, lastly, if you want to be informed about what I built for Evmos, or you want to volunteer yourself, follow my volunteer project, the Laurel project, and not my personal Twitter account because I have a strict volunteer status and I have the duty to remove all personal followers who are not volunteers or do not retweet all my posts that are about my volunteer output. And this is why you see my account with only one, two followers. So I'm explaining this in case you are wondering. Um, A link to the post made by the Laurel project about the video will be shared on Twitter um, and the video has been shared on Discord. That's it from my side. Thank you.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Loredana. Awesome, Hallie, awesome. um, Highly recommend everyone following the Laura project, um, which is where Loredana is constantly sharing her work with Evmos and uh, the work that other volunteers have been providing. So thanks so much.
1: Awesome. Very, very exciting news indeed. Uh, next up, we we want to feature a couple of projects that have been building and, and very active in the Epmos ecosystem. Um, first off, we've got Universe DAO. Uh, Universe DAO, are you guys able to request to speak and, and come on up? Universe DAO, for context as, as we wait for them to join, um, is a launch pad um, that is building in the Cosmos ecosystem uh, to support FMOS applications, and especially the newer applications that are bringing a lot of really unique and awesome value to the ecosystem. Uh, Universe DAO, are, are you guys with us now? Hey. Hey there. Hey, can you hear me well? Yeah, we can We can hear you awesome. well. Uh, awesome. Thank, thank you guys for joining. Uh, do you guys mind uh, sharing with with our audience just a little bit more about Universe DAO um, and what you guys are aiming to accomplish over the next couple of months?
5: Yeah, sure. Um, thanks for having us. So, um, at Universe DAO, we are a lean team of uh, blockchain and Cosmos OGs. Uh, we have contributions to multiple well known projects, uh, Cosmos SDK, IBC, and the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole. Um, The universe DAO itself, uh, it's a cross-chain launchpad uh, powered by a reserve currency protocol uh, and governed by the community. Uh, So essentially, Cosmos first projects will launch on us uh, as we go along and we'll go like multi-chain, multi-channel. We'll be helping projects uh, get a leg up via IDOs, dev help and things like that. So, if you're building on Cosmos, we invite you to stay in touch through Twitter, DM, or Telegram, um, as we hope to um, service in touch and other um, capacities, unlike standardised launchpad models um, in the industry. So, um, yeah, let's see how it goes, and we are, yeah, excited to be integrating Evmos um, uh, as part of our uh, product. So. Essentially, um, I believe that EVMOS is a very great product with unique value proposition and functionality uh, because as a truly decentralized and and cross-chain launchpad, um, we strive to engage with products and um, communities both within and outside the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, And EVMOS itself is a great solution to, to to provide EVM support and IBC um, compatibility between Cosmos and EVM-based chains.
1: Awesome, very exciting. And and so as you guys develop out this launchpad, uh, first off, you know what 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 is your guys's timeline? When can people expect um, to see projects on your launchpad? Um, and then also for projects that are in the audience that might be interested uh what What kinds of projects are you trying to you know bring onto your launch pads and and how should they get in touch with you um to launch through your pad?
6: that's a great question. Hey um it's really nice to see Tanya and hear Lorna and other girls from the blockchain girl gold gang here um we're We're basically a launch pad um we, We'd like to think that we're not a vanilla launch pad, but we understand that there's existential problems with launching on platforms like Cosmos, keeping up with. Um, in the upgrades and keeping up with the technology with the stack. So we hope that there's going to be a lot of pods. There's going to be a lot of um, assistance in sort of nodal structures and validations. Um, so anyone who's trying to patch a problem in the Cosmos ecosystem, anyone who's trying to build something new, um, anyone who has doesn't necessarily have diggers in that they're the second or the third or the 10th project of, this, of a similar type. Um, and anyone who has like an active space that they're trying to service is very welcome to reach out to us um, via Twitter DMs for dev help or assistance or just advice or um, launch on the launch pad. Um, we also have a network of you know venture DAOs, whale groups, and decentralized DAOs that invest um, in different categories, uh, regenerative finance, um, plain-chain cosmos, and everything in between. So um, you know we, we welcome anyone to Twitter DMs or Telegram or Discord. Just pop into our Discord, ask your own channel set things up with us, have a chat, and that's just how we go. So we're moving into a community sale um, sometime next week. should be on the 17th of April. We'll switch. We'll have a public sale, and then we will hit um, MVP launchpad, and that's when we'll have, like, a genesis block of projects that launch with us, and, you know, we'll keep you posted on how that goes.
1: Awesome. Very, very exciting. And uh, I guess just kind of, you know, what's next? You know, you, you mentioned that you guys will have the sale next week. Um, but are there, you know, some big, you know, projects that you guys are already expecting that you guys can announce um, or any other big um, things that people should keep an eye out for in the next couple of weeks?
6: I think this is a, a very format question that we get often and we have like a sort of uh, downer of an answer to this. It's just that um, everything on the platform that we're building, of course, you know, Cosmos wasn't V1, but we always wanted F, FMOS to be our V1. But we also understand the complexity of the chain that we're, you're building. and. So we want to hit audits really properly and test out our own platform with our community scale, with our public scale as we go along before we invite other projects to launch on it. So while we do have several inquiries and also, you know, the Cosmos ecosystem is really kind um, in that everyone's always introducing us to people. And that's really nice. Um, I think we haven't really taken our pick just yet. And I think we'd be, you know, putting the cart before the horse if we actually named anybody just yet. So. About
1: that, all good. Totally understand. Well, thank you uh for for joining us today and and for sharing a little bit more about universe now. um And we hope to see you guys on future community calls to share more updates as you guys make your progress.
6: Thanks for having us. Thanks, for absolutely.
2: Having us. Thanks.
6: Next up,
1: oh sorry, go ahead, Federico. Federico.
2: No, I was I was saying thanks for for joining this community call. I'm excited to see um, you.
1: Awesome. And so next up, we've got uh, Marillo or Murillo. Uh, pl- please let me know how, how you prefer to pronounce your name. Um, coming over from the Urnmos team.
7: Yeah, this is Murillo. Thank you very much for the, for the nice introduction. Uh, well, first of all, hello, everybody. Uh, I'd like to thank you, the Evmos team, for letting us present our project. Uh, so very quickly, I'd like to basically explain what ERMOS is. Uh, we are an automatic EUD optimizer that will help the investors maximize the return through multiple strategies. And it's based on Evmos and Cosmos Interchain. We help to facilitate yield optimization among some blockchains based on the Cosmos uh, Interchain infrastructure. We have a few features that we believe are very uh, uh, interesting and and, I hope that will be interesting to you guys as well. Uh, The first one to talk about is that we are very easy and convenient to use. So basically, we're trying to simplify the process, creating the best user experience possible for the investors especially uh, the ones who are not too technical or the ones who are, like myself, who uh, are still you know, trying to grasp all the, all the intelligence behind it and everything. So we try to uh, make it a very user-friendly to make the user experience very good. Uh, one of the features that we have is that we expect to lower the entry barriers for EVM users. This way, we can uh, bring more EVM users to the EVMOS uh, uh, ecosystem. So we we'll provide an entrance for the EVM DeFi users so they can participate in the DeFi on EVMOS and Cosmos ecosystems. Uh, and that we'll explain a little bit better a little bit further. So we provide some interchain opportunities. So we have a dApp that provides this uh, very easy-to-use one-stop shop that can function across multi-chain ecosystems, which we believe it's uh, the future. And uh, we think that uh, you, if you have just one place that you feel comfortable with, the platform that you use uh, working with, and from that platform you can go out and seek whatever best uh, uh Youth optimization you can have for your investments that's very adequate. Uh, we're also very community driven so we believe that uh, we want a heavy community participation on our project. We want people to uh, suggest strategies for us. We want people to help us out uh, build the community. We do not believe that anybody knows all, especially when you go into the into the uh, interchain uh, ecosystems. you know you have people that know very well about each one, so on this community, we hope to have all this information being fed into one group that can then help uh, choose, decide, suggest new strategies, you know, so we can always keep strategies competing with one another, always trying to find the best result possible. Uh, so in short, this is a little bit of our project and what what uh, we aim to do it. Of course, we are waiting for the Evmos uh, going to the main and then a, a few DeFi uh, projects already being, being launched as well after the main ad's launched. Then we will have our, our optimization uh, process in place to help all the groups and everybody who's interested in, in try So that's the idea behind our project. Uh, we have our Telegram account that you guys can send me a tweet and I can provide you Discord address or Telegram address and that we can start helping building this community uh, you know, as strong as possible for the project that we believe can be very interesting for, for everybody. So in a, in a nutshell, that's our project. If you guys have any very questions, try an and- to answer, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's very exciting, and I, I know we've, we've seen a lot of, a lot of just excitement on, on Twitter about other projects wanting to, to integrate um, or to work with you guys, um, as well as a, a few other just, you know, when-earn-most um, posts. Um, so with that, I, I also want to ask, you know, what, what, what should people be, out, be on the lookout for, um, and you guys have a timeline of when you guys expect to be able to launch and support the Evmos ecosystem?
7: Uh, We do, actually. Uh, Basically, you know, our project is heavily dependent on uh, Evmos and the DeFi projects going in. Like you very well said, you know, we are in contact with Diffusion, Kronos. We have a a few other uh, projects that we're in contact now to try to establish a a good partnership, a way that we can collaborate with each other. So basically our timeline, uh, it's like we are pretty much ready to go. We just want to wait until the Evmos the goes live, then the, a couple d DeFi projects go live, and then we will go afterwards. So we hope maybe, you know, within five, 10 days after, you know, maybe Diffusion is, is running live, then we can start providing some, uh, some strategies to, mm-hmm. to seek an optimal yield return. That's the idea.
1: Nice. Love, love yeah. to hear that. Um, one other uh, quick call out for just so the community knows is that uh, Earnmost is, is one of the first recipients of an Evmos ecosystem grant as well. Um, and so we're really, really excited to be supporting the Earnmost team um, in their vision and, and mission of building out this platform um, and to make sure that they're able to do so, you know, with the funding and support that they need um, to make it a, a safe application for all of you guys to use in the weeks and months to follow.
7: Absolutely. That's exactly it. And uh, we are very uh, thankful and, and uh, very happy with the grant also. So, uh, you know, if, again, if you guys have any other questions, we'll be happy to try to answer them. We'll uh, also have the team on the call that can try to help our more technical uh, issues if they arise. So, and uh, thank
1: you very much for letting us uh, present. Absolutely. And thank you for joining us. I'll go ahead and leave you on the stage as well. Uh, we'll go ahead and transition over to Q&A here in just a second. But before we do, Federico and Akash, are there any other announcements or thoughts that you guys want to share with the community?
2: Uh, no, and just to mention that the team will be in Amsterdam for uh, Privacy in Cosmos and also for ETH Amsterdam. So if you want to meet the team and say hi to us, uh, we'll be we'll be around. So um
1: Yeah, no, great, great reminder. Um, And for those of you attending ETH Amsterdam, uh, we will be sponsoring the event. And so you will be able to hack on Evmos and earn rewards for that and and prizes. Um, We will also be walking around with some fun Evmos swag uh, so that you guys can get all fitted and kitted out. So definitely excited for for that event. I'll
6: probably see you guys
1: there. Awesome. We're, We're definitely looking forward to seeing you there. Awesome. On on that note, we're going to go ahead and transition to some community Q&A. Reminder that uh, feel free to request to speak here on Twitter um, or feel free to um, uh, drop your questions in the Q&A channel on Discord. Um, With that said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring up Double R to ask a question first. And then uh, Michael uh, Michael will be uh, second. Double R, how can we help you today? What's in your mind?
8: Um, I was wondering because I want to make sure um, on the mission control, is that amount that were that's claimable for us, is that accurate still? Or is it going to change once it goes back live?
1: Federico or Akash, do either of you want to answer that one?
2: Um, can you repeat the question? Sorry.
1: Um,
8: basically, the... uh, sorry. Go for it. So, um the amount that's claimable on the mission control center is that accurate, still?
2: Um, I, I think we need to we need to check with the board connected to the test net. and then I which I believe has the same claim records. Uh, I need honestly I need to double check that because um, it's being uh, uh pushed by the product team. Um, so but yeah, once once it's connected to the to main net, it should be the same one. I'm not sure if the current one is outdated uh, or connected to um, an old um, yeah, yeah. not connected to maintenance. So, so
1: so the short answer double r is, is stay tuned um and the finalized numbers will be released um in in the coming weeks as we get ready for for lunch
8: cool i appreciate it i figured um you know, what would be more accurate was what I did. So when I uh, did it early, my 25% was uh, slightly different um, as I did certain steps. So I was like just going to assume that my total was actually what I was getting when I was doing the steps early instead of what it says on the mission control, which is more than what I was getting. But I appreciate the update. Of course.
2: <laughs> yeah. The uh, but- for, for reference, there, the amounts are also on Genesis. So if you go to the um, the Genesis file that you can find on the documentation, um, the link, you can find it on the doc- documentation. You can query your address. But um, we should have the dashboard up pretty soon. Um, so before, before Mainnet launch, we're going to probably have the dashboard enabled. Um, as I mentioned before, we're currently. Okay. to play. The- and that uh, will give you all the answers that you're looking for in terms of um, the actions that you've already claimed and the corresponding amounts. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Of course, and thank you for joining us every week, my double R. Next up, we've got Michael. Michael, how can we help you out today? Hey, how's it going?
5: Um, I have a question about grants. Um, are the grants going to be available for apps that are Going to be built for Evmos mainnet, or are they going to be available? Also, be available for like you know app specific, um, you know Evmos chains uh, that will be bridged to the Evmos mainnet.
1: So as of now, the the grants are just focused on applications that are. Um, building on and deploying to EVMOS, um, while we do have plans to uh, focus on kind of EVMOS child chains um, and supporting future, you know, EVM chains that are are connected and, and have shared security with EVMOS, um, that is not something that is built out right now. Um, and so, as we make progress on that, then we will likely will open up the grants at a later point. Cool. Um- Follow-up question to that. Are the grants limited to like, spe- specific use cases? They are not uh, limited to specific use cases. Um, the criteria for them is just to bring a net new value to the FMOS ecosystem. Um, so really that just kind of eliminates forks um, where you're kind of just taking the same contracts from other ecosystems and deploying it to FMOS. Um, but as long as you're bringing new value to the FMOS ecosystem, then you are eligible for a grant. Awesome, cool. Well, thank you, man. Absolutely. Thank you for the question. And next up, we've got Rafi. Rafi, are you able to join us today? Up. Oh, it looks like you uh, you're no longer in the speaker cohort here. Let's see. Well, Rafi, if you want to go ahead and re-request to speak, feel free to do so. Uh, checking Discord, it doesn't look like there's any other questions that are coming in on there. Um, so I, I want to go ahead and give a, a final call to the community here if you guys have any questions for ourselves, Dow uh, or Earnmost, please do go ahead and request to speak um, and we'll bring you up onto stage and if there's no further questions, we'll go ahead and give back a few minutes and uh, thank everyone for, for joining us on this Tuesday. Thank you
2: Thank you Excellent. everyone.
1: Well it does look like there's no other questions. Uh, Federico or Akash, any final words from you guys?
2: Oh. Um <laughs> Yeah, so the team is preparing for mainnet. Um stay up to date. Uh follow uh follow us on uh on Twitter. We also have a new YouTube. So if you if you go to YouTube you can also find us there. Uh with all the recordings from these and the past community calls and you can yeah, follow us on uh Twitter, Discord and you- Awesome.
1: Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Um, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much,
0: guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Evmos Community Call, recorded on Tuesday, April 12, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their Roadmap, Validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Have you heard about the new Terra Invest Strategy Discord server Orbital Command spun up? If you're looking for a chill place to chat about different Luna stacking strategies or looking for some alpha, or if you're trying to find the best UST farms, or even if you just have a quick question you need answered, be sure to stop by TIS and say hi to the Orbital Command gang. Hell, I'm even in there sometimes when I'm not editing hours of C5 spaces. You can find me in that server chatting about NFTs and answering basic Terra Luna questions. The link to the server is in the show notes, and for more information, check out orbitalcommand.io. Terra Spaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Well, we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three, third Third eye open wide. Checking out the scene. Laser beam focused. Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the landfill Fights back with the cliffs at our backs. Make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envisioning the middlemen. Listen to the fatal man play a little ditty. Then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble bu- bu- billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next b 1000000000 envision in the middleman listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how while the leader seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion talk about how while the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next spaces